Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man Stevens, Hello. and to round out the trifecta, Rob, the old guy. You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. Yeah, I'm here. So as is the Mad Trio tradition, we're bringing out the dead. And one of my all-time favorite actresses who's been in multiple movies and TV series that I've loved, Angela Lansbury, has passed away. Uh, first time I saw her was probably Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, actually. One of my all-time favorite Disney cartoons. Yeah, and it was probably out for like at least 40 years before you were born, John. I think it came out in 77? It came out in the 70s, so it was, it was, it was fairly new when, it, when I was born. At least six years old. Um, Harry <laughs> Potter legend Robbie Coltrane has died at 72. He, tra- he played uh, Hagrid, if I remember, if that's the oh. character's name. Okay. Mm. That's what the press release said, Hagrid. Yeah, I... I, I couldn't tell you. To, to some of my friends who really love that, 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 cart- that movie or book, I've read it a long time ago and seen it a long time ago. Do not remember. How old was he? 72. Angela Lansbury was 94. Oh, I thought she said... Yeah, I knew Angela Lansbury was old, but I didn't know how old the guy who played Hagrid was. I yeah, don't see anything... Yeah, 72 isn't, isn't old to me anymore. <laughs> no, that's like, uh, what? Right around the corner? Right, right around the corner. It's, yeah. Yeah. As, it's as my grandfather would say, that's, you know, around Robin Hood's barn. Um, mm-hmm. Probably true. And I still keep looking for it. <laughs> Duck for arrows. And, and one of the strangest headlines I've read this year, um, and I still don't believe I'm saying this, this is, this is from it's, uh, ififlscience.com. In 1984, scientists ate a 50,000-year-old bison in a stew. <laughs> the meal was described as having a strong something aroma. I, I it has too many vowels. <laughs> but so basically, see, uh, see, where is it? Uh, after its death, it so meant what that do they do? They took a piece of meat that was frozen in the ground for sixty thousand years, and they go, "Hey, this is a good idea. Let's thaw it." And throw it in a stew. So pretty much what happened, yeah, pretty much what it was is the meat, it was it was frozen solid type of thing. So it was, the meat was, uh, as some guy said, it was well-aged. And they put it into a stew. I, there's so much more to this story that I, I, I just, as for why opting for... read the headlines. So as, for, yes, actually, as for why opting mm. for the stew, making next stew didn't sound like a very good idea, Gunthrie told Atlas Obscure. Skira. But you know what we could do is put in a lodge of vegetables and spices and it wouldn't be too bad. A bit of culinary wizardry may have rescued the flavor, but nothing could be done to revive the content of Blue Babe's abdomen, which had evidently spoiled before the animals first frozen all those ten thousands of years ago. So oh boy. they had the ultimate aged meat. What do you think, James, as somebody who's in that profession? The cooking, not the science. Yeah, I would guess so. Um... I don't think I would eat that, though. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just just putting out there. I don't think I would want to eat that. I I, I would say, as James, 
If he, James wouldn't eat that, I, I, I'd take that as good advice, considering some of the stuff I've heard and or seen him eat. So, Yeah, I, I would just pass. <laughs> That's it's it's kind of like, you know, it's one of those things that they, they, they do that just to say they've done it, right? You, you just kind of stick this meat in the I stew mean, and say, hey, I mean, why else would you do it? It makes uh, no sense. Were they I bored? Balut, which is the, Oof, yeah. you know, fermented duck fetus. Yeah. You know, um, you've had it. Oh yeah, I've had it. It's, it's not bad. It's like an overcooked, hard-boiled egg, <laughs> overgrown as well. Um, That's gross. Yeah, I, it just wasn't. I mean, I I like it better than Vegemite or Miramite, but. That's not saying much. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's so. What do you compare that to? Uh, like I said, a hard-boiled egg. Anyways, um, I yeah. Uh, with feathers. I, I just don't see a point in eating that, other than as Rob said, just to say I've eaten. You know, yeah, say, I've mean, eaten that. I've eaten that. That's about it. I, I have to say, you'd be hard pressed to ever find somebody who beat that, though. It's like you to know they had. That, I mean, as far as the old oldest most aged yeah meat, like like somebody said you know right somebody said i had golden caviar oh yeah i ate something that was fifty thousand years old i mean that that's kind yeah. of the ultimate dumb flex yeah exactly yeah. it's kind of like let's one up yeah i got one for you <laughs> so did you know cookie monster um, had a name what? james cookie monster has a name no. It's Sid. Yeah, Cookie. Oh, Sid. It's Sid, the Cookie Monster. That's All that's right. it. I just wanted to say that. Okay. Uh, like, who bothered to name it? Uh, other than his creators, I just, I just, huh? So, <clears throat> John. Uh oh. When you started playing. The Elder Scroll games. Did you ever think that you wanted to have a summonable Deidre who can order you a pizza in real life? <laughs> I, 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 I never, not only did I never thought that was something I wanted, I didn't know that was something that was possible. That's. <laughs> well, it is possible. So, Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion got a new mod where there is a summonable Deidre that can actually order you a pizza in real life. So you can summon him in the middle of the game. The mod is called Nikki's Pizza Oblivion. And it's through Nexus Mods. And as you set it up, guess what you also have to do as you set it up? What? What do you have to do? You have to put your credit card into the mod <laughs> as you as, when you download it, <laughs> and um, so yeah, it's a pizza.py file, and that's where you put your credit card information. I, I, I don't, I don't... Think I actually would trust that. Uh uh-uh. uh That sounds sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> Who so knows? Yeah, put your credit get card credit details card. in there, and uh, when you, it's got a pre-programmed, the usual, which is a twelve-inch thin crust pizza, garlic bread and twist, and a bottle of fused lemon tea. 
<laughs> you can also, I guess, go in there and change that to something that you really want. But I thought that was an interesting idea. Well, I, I, I oddly have a recommendation if you guys are going to do this is find a credit card that actually has a virtual credit card. I have a Capital One card. I just discovered that has virtual cards for the Internet. It's, it's not your actual number, so you can change it, too. I still don't know if I would be willing to summon pizzas because knowing my luck, I'd run up a, a bill just screwing with the dumb thing, not trying to get it to work. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Uh, I could definitely see you do that. So, anyways, um, yeah, I just I found that as I was scrolling through a bunch of stuff that you can <laughs> order a pizza. That's hilarious. Online uh, through your game, you can just summon a summon a creature in your game and then order it. I thought that was, I thought that was a pretty genius idea, but and then I started reading it, and I'm like, that just now, that that's just a little sketchy for me. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah. That's the, for all the people, for all for all those guys, you know, play games. They have to sit on the toilet at the same time as they're playing playing the game. And this way, they don't even have to get up. Might as well give them the uh, key to your house too. Let them just come in and deliver it right to you. There's an idea. I mean, you know, if you're going to go that far, let's go all the way. <laughs> like... There are some people that I'm sure would like be okay with letting random people come in to drop off their pizzas. Yeah, so, so they so don't have to even talk... get up and answer their door. So talk about random people. This is from October 5th. So a gentleman who uh, ran the field during a Los Angeles Rams and 49ers game filed a police report. This gentleman was a protester, protesting uh, animal rights and uh, pigs in factory farms. The, the gentleman was uh, tackled severely by a player. He's filed a police report against the, against the player. Um, and, and, and the player basically said, hey, do something stupid, you know. Yeah. I, well, you know, the guy, he was tackled by one of the players and then another player from the other team, and I can't tell you which what the member whose name is one of the teams but anyway he tackled them and so now the guy the guy got upset my understanding from this is that the guy got upset that um uh, he wanted the, the player to be arrested for assault <laughs> so you trespass so you're breaking the law right off the bat and then you know you're jumping around on a football field with a bunch of guys who crash into each other for a living and you expect to get away scot-free. And then when you get tackled, and gee, you may have been hurt, you want law enforcement to arrest that person for assault. And now you want to go ahead and sue them. So, yeah. You're, you're, you're missing the, the part where these guys, you're, you're missing the part where these guys actually love hurting each other, too. It's, it's fun for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. Go ahead, defend them. James. Go ahead. No, I'm come just on, go, like, go. You know, I, I kind of sit there and I'm like, you do something stupid, you're bad. You're good. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna I pay mean, the price somehow. Stupidity should be painful, is what I kind of think. There you go. For most things, and you know, for the most part, it's really not. You know, so I mean, the guy is lucky that he didn't get his spine snapped. Obviously, the yeah, player exactly. held back. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, how injured do you have been? 
I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to a couple of years from so, now. He's going to be on one of these talking head shows talking about um, something, and somebody's going to ask him, hey, you've played football, right? And, no, I was tackled. <laughs> I, I just think that's hilarious. So As he's running around with pink smoke, <laughs> by the way. He, yeah, he was I thought, holding a pink smoke thing, and it's just like, oh, my. I, I actually thought that was funny. I was kind of wondering, is, is is he a Niners fan? And then I was reading more into it. It's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, so I, I, I love um, audio files because the, the sheer amount of stupid stuff for audio files is hilarious. Like at one point, somebody was selling $500 oak knobs for your stereo that's supposed to help affect the quality of the sound. And I recently saw a YouTube video by a gentleman by the name of Technomone that helped demagnetize CDs. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He he bought it just like okay, that, let's see what it does. And you know he he quote unquote demagnetized it, air quotes there a couple of times. You know, ran it through a, a recorder and then matched non-magnetized versus demagnetized. Um, through an audio system, and it, it didn't show any difference. And it's, um, oh, I it, wonder why. It, the, uh, yeah, the, well, I wonder why mm. that happened. Uh, the magnet was so. How could that not? The, the magnet was so underpowered it couldn't even erase a cassette tape. Well, okay. Wait. You do understand that there First is no all, magnetic C parts uh, yeah. in a CD. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Well, his. <laughs> There's, there's well, no tape in it. It's not a magnetic tape that you could erase. Oh, good grief. Well, so apparently the science, so-called science behind it, was something to do with the metal that's actually made of. Because I think inside the, the CD itself, I think it's aluminum, which, by the way, is non-ferrous. I was trying to figure exactly. it out. Exactly. It's, it's non-magnetic. And, and so right. the whole it thing. aluminum. Well, it's dumb. The whole thing is just a gag. Well, yeah, it was hilarious, but they actually had a, he, he found an article from one of these audiophile mags that talked about how amazing it was. And another one to talk about how ridiculous it is, <laughs> another episode I watched, he found something that was for CDs that actually put a chamfer on the bottom part of the, the edge of the CD. So it put like a 45 degree cut. So basically, uh, imagine there's a little spindle, you put the CD on, and there's a little knife at like a 45 degree angle that actually cuts a, a minor like chamfer on, on the bottom side of the CD, because it's somehow, it's supposed to improve the audio quality. And just to make sure that you don't screw up your CD, it, it comes with a marker, so you're supposed to like black out the part you cut. And this is, this is why I love audiophiles, like... Because you know, you know, some audiophile spent like seven hundred dollars on it, expecting it to make a difference to a CD. Hey, you know, that's the old "there's a sucker born every minute" type of thing. Where if you if you can take an exacto exacto knife and make some kind of two cent contraption to make people believe that this will actually do something, and you get seven hundred dollars for it, more power to you. Mike. My my so, favorite part minute, now that my thing is like so we're purposely scratching CDs now. Yep. And by the way, this was from the '90s or the aughts, you know, towards the, I think this was the height of CDs. And my favorite thing now is since records are actually making a comeback, um, some of the old gags they used to pull are 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 coming back. I've seen everything from, you know. Uh, like metal mats for your record player. I saw a, this is supposed to be a, a special balancing table you put on top of your table that's supposed to help minimize movement. But if you'd actually take a look at it, it's just a big 
like square box with feet on it. Um, I, I love this. I've been trying to figure out, okay, how can I make money out of something stupid? I want my pet rock. I just got to figure out how do I market it to these people? Yeah. I don't know. There's somebody out there, John. I'm, I'm sure you'll find somebody and something. I, there's got to be. I mean, I, I kind of missed out on the, on the, the, the oak knobs, you know. Improve your sound. These $250 solid oak knobs will help improve your audio. Don't know how, but... Huh. Okay, you get a better signal through the air for something. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... Wooden I, knobs. I like I'm that. I'm just still, like, baffled by the guy who <laughs> tried to magnetize his CD. D, he or he tried to magnetize his seat. Yeah. Well, so th this uh, this guy by the name or, who cares? Right? He's a he's an English guy by the name of Techno Moan. So he bought it. No, think he knew it was a joke, but he's like, you know, let's see this. This could be a good gag for YouTube. Um, and it was because it was hilarious. Because he's like, well, it's not doing anything. Shocking. Um. Well, so, of course it's not doing anything. <laughs> I just thought I I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. So, uh, yeah, anyways. So I, I got an interesting story. This is from Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. This is via Facebook, by the way, if you guys want to see it. On October 19th, <coughs> 2022, approximately 7.30 hours, Los LA County Sheriff, Narcotics Bureau, Detectives and Drug Enforcement Agencies assigned to a task force at the uh, LAX seized approximately 12,000 suspicious fentanyl pills. The suspected attempt to go through TSA screening with several bags of candy. And if you take a look at it, these candy ba uh, boxes and wrappers are completely filled with fentanyl pills. Mm. Jeez. How old was the kid again? Uh, there's no kid. It just, it doesn't say kid. It just says these, it, so I'm assuming if there was a kid, they didn't mention it. But yeah, this person just had a bunch of candy wrappers. Like it, there's Skittles, there's sweet tarts, there's Whoppers. Um, that would have been the first thing something's up, especially as a kid. I haven't seen a kid who likes Whoppers in my lifetime. Um, I like Whoppers. You're not a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I, every, it's like Necco wafers. If you see a young kid with a Necco wafer, something's wrong. Um, no, it just means his dad or his grandfather or his great-great-grandfather <laughs> introduced it to him. That's all. I'm yeah. And this, like you with uh, Peanuts. This, this yeah. has the standard thing of, you know, have your parents uh, look through all your kids' candy, which I always thought was a joke until all of a sudden there's massive amounts of fentanyl pills. Yeah, yeah that's not even funny, unfortunately. No, I was... No, if you, it's not. That's I was I was surprised, and whoever, however they did it, it looks factory sealed. I'm, I'm actually thoroughly impressed by the amount of deviousness that went through it. I got more stories if you guys don't. I have a I have a listicle, okay. so whenever you want to get to it. But I got two really quick, and let's do the listicle. Um, one, no Bill Murray's finally getting canceled. Not a shock. Urza Miller, the former Flashly MCU, will possibly get 26 years in jail for all of his shenanigans over the last year. That's it. Wow. How many? 20? 26. Oh, 26. He's, he's done, if, uh, I've been following his escapades, and he officially got thrown out of the, the Flash, as the Flash. Hmm. Or, so. You know, or, it does make you, you wonder about some of these 
celebrities that are making, you know, anywhere from 30,000 episodes to, you know, hundreds of thousands an episode. And they go out and they do stupid shit. Yeah. And, I, you know, and they they make all this money to do to be an actor that all these people that are, you know, starving actors would love to have. And they go out and do something stupid. I, I have a feeling. stupid. Things. I have a feeling. Feeling Urza Miller. I have a feeling they had um, a lot of other issues. I heard somebody say, and I'm butchering the quote, that the only thing money does is magnify your issues. Like if you're if you insert thing yeah, here, but, it's going to make insert thing here ten times yeah. as worse. So I have I have a feeling well, that I didn't help them. Them. That's true. I, and you may that does actually I like that quote because that's probably very true to a degree. But fame. Where it's money, it's fame to a certain degree. We'll we'll do that to people. Yeah. You you always hear like you know, like Richard Dean Anderson. I've heard from multiple people that he's a giant jackass, and it, you know. But maybe before he became famous, he was a nice guy until he got the biggest TV show of the eighties. Uh, you know that that's the that's the old thing of uh, fame kind of going to your own head there instead of being humble. Some of these people get arrogant. Like uh, what was it? Uh, 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 what's his name? James Corden. Oh Did yeah, he got kicked out of a restaurant. About, you know, banned from a restaurant. I even kicked up a banned from a restaurant. Ever coming back, and it's a very high end restaurant somewhere in New York. And apparently, he was just extremely rude and horrible, and you know, mean to the servers. And I mean, apparently, just a terrible person. I, uh, I, and I, then uh, question. He, he gets banned, and then all of a sudden, now it's get. What? Who is he? Oh, yeah, I can understand that because I can't come to the exact answer anyway, other than he does karaoke. He's famous oh, he's for carpool karaoke great... guy. That's it. Carpool karaoke. I couldn't come up with the name. Yeah. Is, is he a and, late night uh, talk yeah, show host? And he, yes. And he was oh. a late night talk show host <laughs> as well. Anyway, he, you know, he's British. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know. He's, he's apologized for it. It's just, you know, let's, let's just try to be nice people, everybody, while you have the opportunity to, instead of having to go out and apologize for not being such a nice person. I, I think there's a sheer amount of dis, uh, uh, the sheer amount of disrespect. I think today's society does not have the amount of respect they used to have. And I, I, I kind of agree with what Ryan said before about the Mike Tyson quote of everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face you know there's lack of yeah. i think the internet caused it because when i was a kid and when the old guy was a kid there, if you talked a lot of shit you did something like that there was a good chance you're going to get something in the face and, instead of oh, yeah, you're going to get consequences yeah i i yeah I, you know so so in this guy's case uh, uh that you know he was an asshole he probably figured he was yeah, okay, I'm going to say one caveat to that. Maybe alcohol was involved with it. And we've all known people that can be absolutely very nice people. You give them some alcohol, and all of a sudden they become raging assholes. And it, it, maybe that was the case. I, you know, I don't know. Not to give them an excuse, but it happens. So I don't know if it's, a, it's an excuse as much of it was um, the result of, I mean... I don't know. I, I don't know. The other question is, I haven't, I haven't been around uh, enough drunks to, to enough time to realize, because I, I know people are say the drunk version of you is the real you versus the, yeah, I don't. 
the, the, I don't know about that either because I've known people go, people that go either way, and you know either they're sloppy drunks where they love everybody and love you, man, to being absolute assholes, and it can go both ways. And I'm not sure that's the real person per se. It's just alcohol tends to just hit those synapses in a particular way that fires wrong. <laughs> so, just my opinion. All right, uh, hold on. Melanie, this listicle is for you. But before the listicle, you need to pay attention to this. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity. Audacity. The game where dignity is overrated. Go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. That's O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. Pick up a card game from this website or selected stores. That's Audacity, Audacity. the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. That's it. Commenced listicle. Listicle. So I have a, this list is something that we can carry on for the next few uh, shows. It's called uh, The More You Know. And it's things like, okay, so like the very first one is you can't tickle yourself. Possibly you just can't tickle yourself. So, okay. Nice to know. Uh, Is it true? Hunting unicorns is is legal in Michigan. <laughs> I love that. Sub law somewhere in Michigan. Somebody said, oh, okay, let's hunt unicorns. <laughs> uh, a laughing epidemic made 14 schools close in East Africa. In a, Utah. A laughing epidemic? The, yeah, a laughing epidemic. Just, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> in Utah, birds have the right of way on a highway. Oh, so I guess if you run over a bird in Utah, you might get a ticket. Russia, you can get fined for driving a car that's too dirty. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. A cat named Stubbs uh, was an honorary mayor in a mayor, like mayor of Alaska. <laughs> honorary mayor in Alaska. It's okay, Scrubs. That was nice. Didn't say what town, though. Hmm. Uh, number seven is NASA saw 168 errors in the space film Armageddon. That's it? Just, just keeping track of that kind of stuff. That's kind of weird. That seems awfully uh, low. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That's all. <laughs> the, number eight, vending machines are bigger threats to humanity than sharks. I believe that one. That's so I, I got a little bit of information. So how Mayor Stubbs, the cat, held one Alaskan town office for 20 years. So he, he was not oh, only the mayor. He was the mayor for 20 years. 20 years. Which town? Um, it, can you name it? I can spell it. <laughs> oh, all right. Never mind. It's not important. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's a talk etina. T-A-L-K-E-E-T-N-A. Takatina. So it's it's an indigenous name. Okay, cool. So good for stubs. <laughs> <laughs> so the vending machines mean bigger threats to humanity than sharks. That's probably true. Are but we talking about people I'm getting their hands stuck true. in them or falling on them? Uh, probably oh, all yeah. of the above. <laughs> right? I mean, how many? You know, you're going to encounter a vending machine a lot more often than you ever will a shark. <laughs> if of ever, right? I. 
I, I can't. In the I, ocean for 20 years, and I never once encountered a shark. I no. can't wait to see that headline: an epidemic of deaths from Coca-Cola machines. Vending machines. Oh, true, true. Doctor Pepper does not care about your health. <laughs> <laughs> I actually Dr. think I've Pepper seen that headline. Care about your stinking vending machine. <laughs> okay. Royal Nine. Cola, the cola that kills. Uh, number nine is only owning one guinea pig is illegal in Switzerland. I've heard that. <laughs> Gotta have them in pairs. Can't have just one. You'd be lonely. I'm sorry. One guinea pig's enough, and I don't want two. Yeah. Why not? Uh, I'll end the last one, which probably I'll start next week with the first one. It's the same thing. Someone actually paid $10,000 for invisible artwork. For what? Invisible artwork. <laughs> I can make some of that. Yeah. Me too. But, you know, the silly part of the whole thing is somebody actually paid that. Here, here's an empty frame. Here's your invisible artwork. See, here, here what bugs me is, is, is the fact that Depending on how the contract was signed, that was not illegal. I mean, that that's some that that's um, fuck. That's hey, ingenious. You that's... know, if you if it's listed like in an auction or something, you know, it's listed as invisible artwork. There it is. It's invisible. Prove that's otherwise. That's pet rock territory. That's um, Banksy. Yeah. When when somebody there bought... you go. What's that? That's it, Jonathan. You can make all this invisible artwork. Make a fortune off of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? That would be a pretty funny gag. You go to one of these fancy guys and say, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm like, I'm like a, my style's like a Rembrandt, cross with this and cross with that." And then you know, you go to a showing and it's just all white walls. Can't you see? This is amazing. And you hire your friends just to stand there, and go, oh, you, you know, you see this? Oh my god! There you go. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. That that could be the next scam for you. But had, the, the question is, it has to be something people willingly pay for that can't get you in trouble. Like the pet rock. It's stupid, but made a shit ton of money. True. Yeah, I, I you know, the, <laughs> pet rock was very clever. I, and a lot of people bought them simply because the person who invented it was very clever coming up with it. And of course, then they started using that pet rock to hide their keys <laughs> for getting in their house and Put her, you know, you put your pet rock around all the rest of the rocks and put your key underneath it and you're all set. <laughs> Except for, you know, the people could figure that out. Yeah, well, you know, it's like hiding your key under the Hey, doormat. isn't that a cute googly-eyed freaking rock right there? Let me just pick the... Oh, there's a key. Oh, how I wonder nice. what this goes to, this really nice house right here with nobody home That's right. <laughs> i wonder what they have inside let's find out <laughs> so yeah. there you go so that's my listicle for the more you know so i, I got a listicle from the producer so i'm, I'm just going to go through it real quick it's 30 facts that will overwhelm you with nostal 1980s nostalgia Why, by the way nostalgia never overwhelms i'm hardly whelmed a billion people tuned in to see Prince Charles and Lady Diana get married. Apparently, there was a lack of true entertainment in the 1980s. No, I watched it. It was just something to do. 
Hey, look what all those witch, rich folks do, huh? Is that a, is he related to her? Um, the first commercial U.S. cell phone weighed Not two pounds. Huh? The what? The, the first, first U.S. cell phone, cell phone weighed two pounds. <clears throat> okay, I can accept that. <laughs> a custom That's agent good. seized 20,000 counterfeit Cabbage Patch dolls in 1984. I believe that. Hey, those Cabbage Patch dolls were the were all the rage for the kids. And people were fighting over them during that Christmas when they first came out. It was really the dumbest thing I'd seen in the wall at that time. You didn't have to buckle up until 1984. <clears throat> yeah, as, I always believed that that was that just true. to generate revenue. As crazy as it may sound, you weren't legally Are required to use your seatbelt in the car until 84. Well, you know, if you if you, if you <clears throat> didn't buckle up, you could get a ticket for it. So a lot of areas I uh, I yeah. truly believed were giving tickets for that. Um, it was a great revenue generator and or a great prequel for pulling somebody over. You had to have probable cause, and that was good enough to stop somebody. You know, you you don't have your seatbelt on. We're going to pull you over. If there's records out there, if they kept records of, uh, of, of arrests and people of color, I'd be curious how many of those stops back in the day in the 80s actually started with, you know, seatbelts turned into something big. No, I'm sure there oh, were I'm a sure. number of them. Yeah. No different yeah. than saying, you know, your taillight was out when the cop was walking up to your car and he, he took his, night, uh, his nightstick and broke the plastic lens. Did that actually happen? Hey, your taillight's out. That supposedly did. Yeah. Candy bars. Yeah, I've heard that, but I've never seen that actually happening. Yeah, but really. supposedly, yeah. Candy mm -hmm. bars only cost twenty-five cents. I do not remember this. What? What was it? What starting on the? Candy bars only candy cost bars? twenty-five cents. Somewhere. Yeah. When? What year? Was it a particular year? I mean, it just says eighties. I just don't remember candy oh, bars. Eighties. Oh, 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 this is all over eighties. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, here's. Oh, God, this is disgusting even saying this. Olivia Newton-John's Physical was the decade's most popular song. Hmm. No, no account for taste. Michael Jackson Ten was years. the most... What's that? Ten years of the 80s, that was the number one song? According to this, years? you could hardly turn on the radio, go to a mall, or tune into MTV without hearing or seeing Olivia Newton-John's hit song, Physical. In fact, 1981 mm. tune was the year's most popular song, spending 10 weeks atop the Billboard Hot 100, beating out uh, Kim oh. Cart. I'm not even going to read the 10 rest. 10 years. All right, go ahead. Um, and Michael Jackson was the decade's most popular artist. That's not a surprise. He was the 80s, musically, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Game Boy only had five games, United States. Top Gun won an Academy Award. The personal computer was the machine of the year. Let's see out. Let's see if I can do uh, do a couple more. Oh, here's a kick in the pants. The average house, the house home price in 1985 was under 100k. Yet you probably had 12 percent um, sure. uh, interest sure. rates. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, what are you complaining about, John? As somebody who's trying to sell a home, so, I have so the right to complain. Under $100,000. So what's the average home price today? In California, it's like 500000 
Four or five hundred. Depends thousand. where part, what part of the country. Yeah. You're talking about. Average California is, is is that. Let's see. Let's go see. Nineteen eighty four. A hundred thousand dollar home. Adjusted for inflation for nineteen eighty four to twenty twenty two. That's. Two hundred and seventy-two thousand eight hundred and five. Oh. So home prices have more than doubled. Okay, so mm. so LA eight hundred and sixteen thousand is average. San Diego eight hundred thousand. Sacramento four hundred forty thousand. Mm. So I was kind of oh. right for our area it was four hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah, it does depend on the area. I'm surprised they don't have Bay Area. I'm curious about Bay Area. A million. Talk yeah, about a million. A- 83 people tuned in to find out who shot JR. True. You know, it's very interesting, the whole um, Dallas phenomena, the series, TV series Dallas. I'm not sure 100% what... So I never really watched daytime soap operas. And it was always spoken as to to the the, the um, primetime show Dallas was kind of like a primetime uh, show, soap opera, you know, uh, for, uh, you know, kind of like it, it's hard to explain what it was like. But you, you tuned in because you always wanted to know what the next thing, what what's going on, what's going to happen to the next one. And, uh, so it's basically how soap operas catch you. It, it's it's you want to see what the way, next. I guess, yeah. Yeah, so so that's what it was. It was a primetime soap opera, and uh, very interesting. I was as, in, as interested as anybody back then to see who killed Jr. The right. '80s infomercial industry spawned massive windfalls. I miss infomercials. There's an art to a good infomercial. See, so it goes to show you, there's always one. Yeah, I'm I'm the one. I also like polka, <laughs> dancing in the rain, mariachi music. <laughs> Ronald Reagan made head uh, headlines for misquoting John Adams. Mm, okay. Politicians misquote all the time. What's the big deal? I, I think that was an age crack in the fact he, you know, he was um, declining. Mm, yeah. Ronnie was pretty, <laughs> he was a damn good president as far as I was concerned. I was, didn't always agree with him, but. He was very presidential. I know Something a few people who would lack. fight you for that comment. That's fine. They're welcome to. <laughs> of course, they're going to beat up an old, uh, an elderly person. They're cruel. That's right. They're going to get arrested for assaulting a senior. <laughs> so come on. Is that all the list? That's that's it. all the list. Uh. <laughs> Come on, one of you guys got to... I don't really have much, you know... It's a very slow news much. day. Yeah, it's been a really slow news week, actually. So Great Britain I mean, has... Gotta... Uh, poor Go Great Britain, they, they've got kind of a, a shitstorm going on there with their um, prime minister having to resign. I think the, she holds the record as the shortest reigning prime minister ever in Great Britain. Like 25 days? Yeah, not was it even that? I know three weeks. I think is whatever it, that is. Something Damn. Like that. Yeah, pretty bad. Wait, hey, hold on. I've got a Britain. Damn. What? Had a oh. sound effect for that. <laughs> oh. Should have warned you. Get that sound effect ready. <laughs> yeah. 
Darn. So yeah, they they certainly had a bit of a problem over there. I yeah. Well, I mean, like, how bad could they be? Well, they're having there's there's fear of economic problems, and part of it was she's part of the conservative party over there, and they, you know, she ran on the fact that she was going to um, help turn things around and make all these promises like politicians tend to do worldwide just not here in the United States and and uh say hey look you know we uh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and I'm going to put a chicken in every pot and a car in every garage type of thing and it just you know she wasn't hard anything so so it says here I was looking up the the top 5 shortest serving British prime ministers she served 44 days so it was longer than I thought Oh, 44 days. days. 44. Yeah. So just and George four Cannings. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> right. So 44 days. And then the next one, a gentleman by the name of George Canning, 119 days. The Viscount Godrich, 144 days. Uh, Bonar Law, Law. Bonar Law. That's an interesting name. 211 days. And that was in 1922. I guess I should have said the years. And the Duke of Domvishire, 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 okay, 225 days in 1756. So, I mean, if you look at it, so Liz Trust served 44 days in 2022. The next shortest was George Canning back in 1827. Uh, then it went to 1827 twice. So there was uh, basically three prime ministers in 1827. So what was going on in 1827? They obviously... Oh, one died and then the other one was placed. Okay. And so, then uh, I got a little 22. Yeah, go ahead. Got a little background. This is from CNN Insider, or it's, excuse me, CNN Business. A week ago, the Bank of England took a stab in the dark. It raised interest rates by a relatively modest half percent point to tackle inflation. It, could, it couldn't know the scale of the storm that was about to break. This in 24 hours, the government's new UK Prime Minister, Liz Truss, and is that her actual name or is that Elizabeth? Um, yeah. It's Liz? Well, I don't know. It could be. Unveiled she its plan for the biggest tax cut in 50 years, going all out for economic growth, but blowing a huge hole in the nation's finances. So basically, the, 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 the pound crashed a record low against the U.S. dollar. So I guess they're having massive issues currently, <laughs> just for a little background on why she was ousted or left. Gee, maybe now is the time to go to England. Our dollars can go further. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. Is it when when we were we were there in 1999? I don't know. It was ridiculous. I mean, there the pound is really strong. It, it was like a lot. I think it was like for every one dollar, uh, it was like two point five to three pounds for one U.S. dollar. It was. It's like going to Canada. Is is it's, it's like going to a Canada as American because it's like two to one for every one American dollar. It was two uh, UK, uh, excuse me. Uh, it was like a toonie to a dollar. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> book that flight. Let's go right now. Uh, I, I'm yeah, not in the mood for not. a 12 hour flight. Mm. So interesting. Um, so more than 30 drivers got stuck along the 405 freeway in Southern California with flat tires. No, I saw that. Did they ever figure out what they ran over? 
Hey, you're still believing that it was a wooden box of nails falling off a truck. Mm. But yeah, that, that's got to really suck for freaking morning traffic in LA. So, uh, boy, uh, no kidding. So apparently, terrorists now. How do you how do you stop LA completely? Just drop boxes <laughs> of nails. Oh yeah, yeah. Thirty drivers. So that's a lot. Yeah, it is. I'd be yeah. pissed if I was one of those. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. So how long do you think it takes to change a tire on the four hundred five? If it doesn't kill you normally. Well, just how think how many calls went out to AAA right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you just kind of like go from one car to the next if you get it done. Yeah. There's there's there, there's somebody a couple of miles away waiting 45 minutes to an hour just for a well, tire change. Yeah, think about this too, and I bet it was more than one tire flat. Oh so yeah. So here's there's the problem. You only have one spare. If some cars have spares, some don't. My Corvette doesn't come with a spare. Oh, does your did, does your Corvette come with that um, that slime thrower? What's a slime thrower? So my car came from the factory since it's it's a 2018 car. It doesn't come with a spare tire. However, it comes with like that shit you put in kids' tires, like that oh. run flat green slime. Well, yeah, my tires are run flat, so theoretically, I could limp to a tire store. Oh, I uh, I can't imagine what happens when all four of your tires are flat. The, the only reason I ask is I talked to a, a tie guy at a tire store about it, and he said, by the way. If you ever want to piss off the person who's replacing your tires, put that shit in your tire. Because the guy yeah, was saying how that. he said it's an absolute nightmare to actually get off your tire. He said it's incredibly difficult. And so I just think it'd be yeah. funny if it came from the factory with, you know, the factory really expensive yeah. rims and the guy's having to like scrape off the slimy crap. Oh, no, yeah, that's, sure. not, that's not the case with these anyway, at least not with mine. Or actual run flats, but you know, the whole, but, but you know, when you're talking about over a thousand dollars a tire, the damn well better be run flat <laughs> without green slime. Yeah. I was going to say for the, the yeah. slime, the slime thrower of the mine, the only good thing about it, it's also works as an air compressor. It's really slow, but you can pump up a tire. It may take you a half an hour to do so though. Mm -hmm. so, so anyway, um, uh, vandals, off-roading vandals, have destroyed uh, the Terralago golf course a second time in two months, causing at least $5,000 in damage each time. Is that Trump's hmm. golf course? Yeah, I think it is. A mar -a -Lago? I thought that was Mar-a-Lago. Oh, Mar-a-Lago, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right with Mar-a-Lago, yeah. Oh, okay. no, this is the one in Southern California. Yeah, there's some guys oh. that apparently are out off of uh, out in the dunes coming over and attacking the golf course. Did they, they say why, besides their incredibly wa incredible waste of water? No. Yeah, there's uh, one of the guys that keeps fixing it is saying, like, I just don't understand why. I don't understand yeah. why they're coming over here and doing it. Because I, I could so, see. Yeah, that's got to suck. I can see because they're an incredible waste of water. I know one of the, the big golf courses by us is attached to a housing development. And I've heard through the grapevine that that it's all, that it's watered via gray water from the housing, from the community. But there, I, I am surprised there hasn't been a call to abandon golf courses by Governor Newsom. No, because uh, he uses them. 
It's like uh, <laughs> when he went to the um, oh, was it? Uh, can't think of the name of it. Uh, French Laundry. French Laundry. Yeah, he couldn't have that place closed because he goes there. That's right. Because heaven so forbid, he can't have golf courses closed. Because oh, there are. Geez. I have heard Use some. Brain. I've heard some <laughs> minor calls from from the the us the plebeians and some of the people in government about telling some of these farmers you're going to have to find other means of water considering agriculture takes up a giant percentage of water usage in California and for some reason we're in the middle of a drought like the rest of the world apparently um well, I'm well not the rest of the world thinking... <laughs> some some parts have too much like louisiana so they just found a boat that and... they just found a boat that was sunk in the 19th century and no jackasses that's not 1981 um yeah well i'm I'm still thinking like we need to be conserving water and not sending it to southern california and they need to dam up that freaking la river you you know it, it's funny I, I i always say this but i think it's true i'm 100 percent for green stuff if it makes sense and it's convenient like i remember when that 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 veggie fuel was was really popular you know you could make corn oil you could make diesel from corn and and the only way to yeah. do it would you had to go to some guy's barn to do it. Nobody's going to do that. You just have to figure out a way to make it convenient. That's why I don't think electric cars are going to be the in thing until they enforce you to force you to do it. Well, California is doing that. They are. But then I read something, <clears throat> a couple of things. One, uh, I, I, I should have saved the article. They're talking about putting a mandatory kill switch in cars. And under the last major power issue California had, they put on Tesla's, hey, do not charge your car. I'm wondering, by the way, put on your tinfoil hat, how much control will they have of our ability to get around if they have the ability to kill your car, force you not to charge it, etc.? I mean, that's kind of scary. Well, it was pretty crazy to me when, when um, the governor of California comes out and... Uh, you know, so it makes it so that, what is it, 2035, no gasoline-powered automobiles are supposed to be able to be sold new yep. gasoline automobiles. They have to be all electric. Yep. And then a week later, they, you know, the statement came out, by the way, we don't want anybody charging their cars at night because it's too much of a drain on the power grid. It's like, well, can you imagine what that drain's going to be when everybody has electric cars and you got to plug those suckers in I, yeah but then now you're telling us we can't plug them in at night yeah did what i don't know if i mentioned this on on the last show we did but i did read something some of these chargers have a uh, an off uh off peak mode basically only charge when the electrical load is the least and this guy was talking about the problem with that is those chargers are never going to charge then because once everybody puts this mode on Everybody's going to be charging. There's never going to be an off-peak time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. There'll never be an off-peak time. Huh. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. I think it's weird. Like, like I'm 100% for green stuff, but even solar panels have issues. I don't know if they've changed since the last time I looked in this, but I've heard they don't recycle very well. Same thing with lithium-ion, which right now is the battery of choice because nobody's in, figured out how to actually make a... Uh, so... An article that I read during the week about lithium and, you know, the, the way it's used in batteries, that, that apparently there is, a, a, like in many things, there there is a way to recycle that lithium, but it's not um, cost effective. 
So, you know, there are ways of doing things, but <laughs> it's cheaper to dig it new out of the ground. At some point when there's just no more reserves, they might be going, gosh, I sure wish we had all that lithium. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious about that. Like, is it like a two for one? You know, like you get, you get, maybe it's not, I guess what God, a, it didn't get the details that, that, you know, it didn't really get into the scientific, you know, how, how do you truly recycle it? It's the trade secret thing. And, and, and what I mean by two for one, like for every two batteries, do you get one battery out of it? Like I'm, I'm curious because there's gotta be some no, waste in the process. I would think so. I'm, I don't know. I, I just think there's gotta be a way to, to do this. I was hearing. I wonder if it's going to be more common to see solar panels all over the place. Like, are people going to have, like, a solar panel chargers? Because, like, right now, like, only new construction and people who are willing to risk, you know, or, or going to be in their home. Like, we were going to consider putting it on our house, but it's like, a you know, the only way to make your money back is, like, 15 to 20 years. Jeez. And it, it's still not really great economic value-wise, in my opinion. No, of course not. It's not going to be for a long time, but I mean, that's just kind of the way of the future, John. And then when I, when I, when you I talk, step into the future, no, damn it. I'll have my record player and eight track. Um, when I talked to the, 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 the guy for solar, he said, so how much is your bill? It's like, oh, we'll try to match that. I said, no, no. It's like, what? I want you to load the motherfucker up. I don't want, I don't want, if my bill's $200, I don't want $200 worth of generating. I want to make so much power, I'm going to be free for the next 20 years, because that's how much it's going to take me to pay the goddamn thing off. No, see, John, you, you're missing the point. See, part of that, part of that energy that you're storing up with your solar panels, go to PG&E. I know. All of that goes to PG&E. They used so to give. They used to give you credit for it. So you do. I mean, I. No. I, we have solar here, and we put in theoretically we put in enough solar to generate um, not only the amount of our monthly bill, but to go beyond that and get a credit at the end of the year for your excess energy. So, you know, if everything's going right, you can actually pocket some of that extra production. That's the way it works for me, anyway. And, until PG&E uh, pays off some sort of government person to say, yeah, we don't want that. Well, let's face it. You know, trying to get new power plants online is difficult. And now everybody that's been saying, let's shut, and we've talked about this before, let's shut down all the, uh, all, all the nuclear power that's basically green power, which we were saying all along, let's shut it all down because it's horrible, it's nuclear. And now they're going back saying, you know, we, oh gosh, we, we should get more nuclear plants online and plants that have, uh, that are slated to be decommissioned, uh, like in California, they're saying, oh, wait, 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 we got to extend that licensing now because there's no way of replacing it. You know, so science this decade might not be science next decade and, and things change and it's, it's just crazy. But the fact is solar, if every house had solar on it, then we'd be pumping enough energy back to the grid uh to uh, keep that going during daylight hours the problem becomes is there's no way of truly storing that amount of power for nighttime do you do you know what my favorite thing and i just thought about this my favorite thing about green 
is there's always a problem with it. You're like I remember when they they, they went from incandescents because they waste power to CFLs. Okay, CFLs were more 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 power efficient, but you couldn't throw them away because the amount of mercury in there would start contaminating the ground. Um, right. Solar panels a thing, but solar panels are kind of icky. Uh, lithium ion kind of icky. So there's like all this green stuff that is good now, but we're going to pay for it later. Nuclear is the same way. It's cheap, cost-efficient energy, yet you have this shit that has a half-life of half a million years that you can't get rid of. I, I just, I, I yeah. find it hilarious that it's... it's Fluorescent tubes are kind of the same way, right? Besides the CFLs and mercury. There's there's other pollutants in, in all these things. And <laughs> try going to a landfill now and take those with you and... <laughs> No, we don't want that stuff. Well, how the heck do you get rid of it? Well, I, oh, well, I, you got to pay extra amounts of money. I just find it funny because it's always billed as, oh, this is going to save the environment. But if you actually read into it, none of it will. It just changes what you do to the environment. That's all it does. So instead of broadcasting a bunch of biochemicals in the air because of cars, you're going to be dumping battery acid somewhere. Or, you know, instead of like this generating coal power plants that way you're going to have to entomb this nuclear stuff until, until jesus christ comes back i just find it amusing as yeah. hell you're just changing the the you're just changing the problem yeah. it's three card monty it's three card monty yeah well yep yeah. oh well it always is you know there's always something hey now it's time the bombs are coming down Okay. Do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to themadtrio.com. And do me a favor, stop by our sponsor, Audacity. Use Mad Trio, all caps, all one word for 10% off your final purchase. And make sure you tell Miss Audacity herself that we sent you the Mad Trio. Unfortunately, she couldn't make it this week. Maybe she'll be on next week. As you know, she always gets some great ideas for the next product from the Mad Trio. So, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.